Woo woo. You guys, it's Earth Day. Happy Earth Day. April 22nd. It is a Thursday. I am so excited to be back. You guys have no idea. Uh, this episode is going to be catching you up on what's been happening the last month and a half. I know that it has been a very long time. Trust me, I have wanted to be back and I contemplated this episode for so long. I even attempted to record it and it just, my mental, my headspace, everything, I just, I didn't have very much clarity. Uh, you'll soon know why. So let's just jump right into what's been happening and what happened and what is in the past. Um, so end of January, beginning of February, I found out, well, I didn't find out, but I realized that I was pregnant. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have a fiance and we have been engaged for going on two years this summer. We, it sounds so crazy to say, it feels like it just happened yesterday. Um, but we will be engaged two years this August. He, um, Anthony proposed on my birthday, 2019. And, um, we split in February. I think it was the first week of February. Uh, maybe the end of January. It's, it, it's all kind of a blur now at this point, but, um, we had a very serious split. Anthony actually went and got his own apartment. Um, he moved out of our house. And I realized as soon as that split happened, um, I realized I was pregnant. And I just had, you know, a couple of the symptoms. I, I was still, everything was fine. I wasn't having any nausea or anything like that. I was just super sleepy. Um, I didn't have a menstrual cycle sorry, TMI, if any of you are men listening. But, um, so I found out I was pregnant, you guys, and it was the craziest time that I feel like that could have happened, um, just because we had split and like energy just seemed like it was off. Um, my son had his seventh birthday, February 13th. And we had our first ultrasound February 17th. So I, it was so nerve wracking because I don't keep track of my periods. And so I didn't know, I knew for sure I didn't have one in January. I knew for sure I didn't have one in December. And mind you, we were, I was like, this was February already. Okay. So I had let Anthony know, I messaged him and usually he keeps track of my periods. I know that sounds hilarious, but from a man's perspective, I think for him, it was just kind of like, okay, I need to stray away from this crazy bitch around this time. <laughs> uh, so I hit him up and I was like, hey, I don't remember when my last period was. Like, do you know? And um, so anyway, long story short, I thought for sure I would be like three months along by the time we had our ultrasound and we went in February 17th. Um, at this point, we were, we were still seeing each other. We just weren't living in the same, we weren't living under the same roof. Like I said, he moved out of uh, our house and um, we were just taking time, taking space. I don't know. I really don't know what you would call it. But we have our ultrasound. We find out that we're seven weeks along. Um, pretty much the decision to, you know, proceed with the pregnancy was already in place. Um, 
And so we decided, okay, you know, that we're, we're doing this. We're going to have a baby. And then um, Anthony moves back in. Uh, everything happened rather quickly. So he moved back in. Um, we're like approaching the end of February. I started getting so sick, you guys. I was just... And I wasn't vomiting sick. I was just nauseous. I was nauseous. I was tired all the time, super fatigued. It was just, it was such a different experience because with Jace, I didn't have any of that. And I was 26 with Jace. So it was just, it was so different. It was so, so, so different. And um, I took, I completely just shut off the world. I decided, okay, I need to sleep. I need to take care of me. I need to, I need to just listen to my body. And so that entailed not working. <laughs> that entailed sleeping. I started eating whatever the heck I wanted. I was craving cheese and I don't eat cheese. Um, we're pretty, we pretty much kind of follow a vegan ish diet. Um, and so time just slipped away. Um, when I started to feel better in my third month, which was in March, um, we started going to the gym again. I tried to post on social media as if everything was okay. I tried to fool everyone. I didn't, I didn't want anyone to know anything yet. Obviously the first trimester is, um, you know, you kind of want to wait until you're out of, out of that first trimester because so much can happen. And, um, so we were at the gym one day, uh, and I went to use the restroom. I went pee and I had some spotting. So I realized, um, I know that in my head, spotting is normal. Cramping is normal. You know, so much is happening inside your womb. Uh, everything is kind of expanding. Your body's changing, but something told me I had to go to the ER um, I ran out to the floor. I told Anthony and I said, oh, you know, typically this is nothing to worry about, but I think we should just go just in case. So long story short, um, we go to the ER and it just, it really sucked going to the ER because we had chosen a birthing center. I already had my water birth planned. I had, we already started planning our gender reveal. Um, we had a photo shoot scheduled for announcement pictures. It was just, it was crazy because there were so many things that we had already planned, um, leading up to this moment. So I go to the ER, um, and we went there because our birthing center did not have an appointment available for us that day. So I went in, Anthony was not able to sit in the waiting room with me. I had to wait by myself. I got my blood drawn. Uh, they took my vitals. Everything came back fine. I go back for my sonogram and I had asked the tech like, oh, does everything look okay? And she said, I'm not at liberty to say anything. I have to send these pictures up to radiology and they make the ultimate decision. Um, but I looked over at the monitor and I saw movement. So I was like, oh, okay, everything looks fine. I waited for 45 minutes after that, which felt like an eternity because I was waiting by myself. You have like, it just... The hospitals right now are a nightmare. The protocols, everything, it's just, it's crazy. So finally I get called back. There's a nurse and two other women in the room. Um, and the nurse tells me that basically radiology says that there um, is no cardiac activity and it looks like it's fetal demise. 
basically that the baby is dead. I, at that moment, could not process any of that. I was kind of just like, what? Like, you didn't, you guys didn't show me anything. No one talked me through anything. Like, this is such a weird, you know, process. Like, whatever this protocol is, this is weird. Um, and like, my fiance's outside. It was just, it was a very, um, it didn't seem real. So anyway, I go outside. Um, I tell Anthony. Anthony's actually in the car drinking a protein shake from the gym. And when I told him that, immediately he threw his shake. Like, <laughs> luckily it had the cap on it. Like, he put the cap back on it, but he threw it. Like, he chucked it, and it, like, he threw it so hard. He went outside of the car, slammed the door. He was, like, crying. I was still in shock. Um, we called our birthing center and they scheduled an appointment for us the very next day to come in. And, um, of course, you know, we go, we have another ultrasound the very next day at six o'clock. And I immediately knew when I saw the monitor, um, the baby wasn't moving like the head, the legs, the arms, like it was just kind of laying there, uh, no movement. So, um, it was really rough because Anthony was actually there with me, um, of course, and he was sitting in the chair next to me. Our doctor tells us, you know, there's no way that the baby is 11 weeks old. It's only measuring eight and a half. And so at that point, I like the gasp that came from Anthony's, uh, mouth and it just, it sounded like he was going to collapse out of his chair. I felt so bad and it was just, it was such, um, I can, I can talk about it now without getting too emotional, but before, like a couple weeks ago, it was just, it was so fresh still and it was so emotional. Um, this was on March, oh gosh, I think this was March 15th. Um, and so we would have been out of our first trimester that week. Uh, so that was really difficult. I had decided to let the missed miscarriage, that's what it's called. It's a missed miscarriage when the baby is still in the womb, but um, it's not alive. So I decided to wait and just kind of let it pass naturally. Um, there's, you know, that's one out of three options. You can either let it pass, you can uh, have surgery, or you can take medication to pass it. And at this point, I, I thought, you know, okay, well, if I already start, started spotting, it will, it should pass shortly. So I waited another week. Um, nothing happened. So I decided, you know, I can't take this anymore. I was still having pregnancy symptoms. I was super tired still. I was still having nausea. Um, my boobs would not stop growing. They were so huge. And I was just, it was a miserable time. So I went in a week later I got medication to let the uh, pregnancy pass. And as soon as that happened, I, the, the first day was the worst. Um, I had like these gnarly chills. I was like so cold. Um, it The cramping was pretty mild. It was just, it was uncomfortable. Um, but after that first, those first like maybe five, six hours, I was okay. And then the very next day, um, that's when it actually hit me. I woke up and, um, I know Anthony had a couple days off, so he stayed with me the, the, you know, days following after. And, um, I just remember waking up and I was just, I was so emotional and I was crying 
And I was so sad because in my mind, I had already, there were all these plans that we had made. Um, mentally, I was already preparing myself. Physically, I was already preparing myself and I, I already felt attachment. So it was just, it was so, it was such a, it was such a crazy experience. Um, the day of that we went to the ER, um, I was in like survival mode. And I, at that moment, I just remember I canceled, you know, I told our birthing center, um, we're probably going to have to cancel the water birth. And then I went in and I canceled all the plans for the, um, the photo shoot announcement. Um, I had to cancel the planner for the gender reveal. There, there was so much that we had already put together and I had to break the news to Anthony's family. We had told them already. We didn't tell my family. I wanted to wait until after the first trimester. Um, so that was really hard, um, for me to do. Uh, it just, everything was kind of just like, oh my gosh, we made all these plans and now everything is just canceled. Like it's just taken away. And I think it was, it was really hard the first couple of days because the people who actually knew, uh, that we were pregnant, you start to kind of realize how many people, aren't educated on miscarriages and how often they happen and how they're just out of our hands. And a lot of times it's not because anyone did anything and it's not because it's anyone's fault. It's just sometimes that's just the way the cookie crumbles. And if the chromosomes don't match up, um, our doctor had told us, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where you would much rather have the baby stop growing than give birth to a baby with defects or Down syndrome or, you know, there's so many things that can happen and there's so many components that go into making a baby. Um, so I think for me, this episode, I really wanted to just get that out there and talk about it because one, I felt there's so much shame and there's so much guilt and there's so much self-doubt and there's so much that you go through when you go through a miscarriage and not just the woman, but your partner as well. You know, for Anthony, I know that it was so hard for him because he told a bunch of people, he was so excited about it. He was so ready. Um, and when all of that excitement kind of just gets taken away, um, and everything that you had planned for gets taken away. It's like, it, it's, it's in, it's a, it's a situation that is just unexplainable. Like your feelings, you can't really, it's nothing that you can put into words. Um, and you want some kind of explanation. You want to blame it on something or you want, you want to be able to say like, okay, this happened because of this. Um, and you know, I know that Anthony was kind of, you know, thinking like, oh my gosh, were you pushing your body too hard? Were you working out too much? Did you not get enough rest? Um, there were so many things, you know, going through our minds. And I, I remember at one point we were kind of trying to like Google and figure out, you know, what we did wrong or what could have possibly went wrong or if we ate the wrong foods, um, drank too much coffee, you know, things like that. So 
It was definitely um, something that took us a couple weeks to kind of like wrap our heads around and get over. It it was really hard for me because there would be, um, I think for a couple of weeks, Anthony would come home and say like, oh, I thought about the baby today. And that was just, it would break my heart and it was so sad. Um, we didn't tell Jace. We didn't, we waited. Um, we waited until... April, I'm looking at my calendar right now. It's so funny. We waited until April 11th to tell Jace. We actually had planned a baby moon. That's another thing that we had planned. <laughs> so planned a baby moon to take Jace away uh, to Legoland. We went to the Legoland Resort in San Diego. And um, we broke the news to him at that time. And we let him know, uh, you know, about the miscarriage. And one of the reasons why we didn't want to tell him was because um, on Jace's birthday, he actually told us, oh, when I blew out my candles, I wished for a baby brother. And Jace has been asking for a baby brother for a long time now. And, uh, you know, he's seven. So, of course, he wants a sibling. But um, we found out right before we left to Legoland that my brother and his wife are expecting and the... The craziest part of about that was we realized we would have been days apart. So my sister-in-law and I would have been giving birth days apart, which is just insanely wild. And we were actually just having a conversation around Christmas time about getting pregnant. And I had mentioned like, oh, we're all going to end up getting pregnant at the same time. And it just, it's, it sucks and it's bittersweet and it's, um... It's so weird to look back on and think like, oh, we could have had our babies, you know, at the same time. But also in hindsight, I look at it and I think, you know, this all happened for a reason, obviously. And I had to make a decision. I had to either let this destroy me or let this make me stronger. Uh, because I did at one point wake up. And I, I told myself, oh, I'm going to take probably another two to three weeks off of work. I'm going to take another couple weeks to grieve and let my body heal. And I just, I was in such a, I, I don't want to say I felt depressed, but a little part of me did feel some kind of, I was feeling down. I'll just say that. I was feeling down. So one of my really good friends who I actually work with, she sent me a message. Uh, this was the very, I think maybe two or three days after I had taken the medication to pass the pregnancy. Um, she sent me this message that changed my life and I will never forget it because although I was going through the most difficult time in my life, she knew that if she didn't say something to me, a huge opportunity would have passed me by. Um, and as crazy as this might sound, um, <laughs> she messaged me and she told me, you know, I know you're going through a rough time. Um, the situation and the timing, everything really sucks. But if I am not that friend, you know, to basically lift you up and tell you, to work your business right now, I wouldn't be your friend, basically. That's, in a nutshell, it's basically what her message said. It was like, it was obviously a lot longer than that. 
Um, she sent me a voice note and my business was actually growing while I, you know, took some time off and she helped me in so many ways. Keep, she kept my ship running. She kept the business going. She, you know, took the calls for me. She was building my team and I can't thank her enough because the conversations that she and I have, and mind you, she's actually the first person that I told I was pregnant. Um, I had to let her know. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to let her know because if I start feeling, you know, this way or whatever it is. And I actually confided in her as a friend um, first before it was like business. And, you know, I, I was going through this rough time, found out I was pregnant and I, you know, was separated. So it was just, it was one of those things where she was, you know, my friend first, colleague second, um, or business partner second. And it's funny because she and I, we have a lot of the same, uh, characteristics and like qualities, like with our work ethic and just our energy and the way that we are. Um, and so I just, I remember hearing that message from her and I was like, okay, Lene, you need to snap out of it. Like you need to, you need to get your life back and you can't, although I wanted to grieve and I wanted to cry about the situation and be sad about it and do all this like moping. Um, I really don't know what you would call it because I've never had to actually deal with, I, I don't deal with things in general. I'm, I'm one of those people who generally kind of likes to brush things under the rug or I'm just like, ugh. I, I don't think about it and I don't, I don't like confrontation. I don't like to, I don't like to sort things out or talk out my feelings, which is why I think I am the way that I am. I'm very like solo, keep to myself. I don't have too many deep connections with too many people and I don't keep very many people close to me. Um, I just, I deal with my energy, my son's energy Anthony and my family here and there. And that's just about it. So I like to keep to myself. I like to keep, you know, the vibrations high. And if something comes and alters that, I'm very like, oh, I just, I brush it off to the side. I don't think about it. I don't talk about it. And I just try to keep it moving. So the message that I got from her, it was just, it really made me realize, okay, you can either get back on your feet and take your life back or you can sit here and you can waste more time. And time is such a precious thing, you guys. I have, I've learned over the past year how crucial time can be and how I can't even put into words. It's, it's such like, it's so important. And I, like, I look at my son and I think like, oh, time, time is such a thief. Um, he's seven already. And, you know, there's so many things that I still want to do. There's still so many things that I need to accomplish and so many things I still need to learn. And there's still so many mistakes that need to be made, which hopefully is not a lot, but that message reminded me, you know, sometimes situations happen to us and sometimes it's really just the universe throwing things at us and saying like, okay, you know, show me what you got. Like there's a saying, um, it's not about how far, how hard you fall, but how quickly you can get back up. 
And I felt like I was at such a low point and I didn't know like how I was going to tell anyone. I didn't, I was so like ashamed of, I don't even know if it was shame. I don't know if it was guilt. I don't know if it was a combination of just everything, but I had so many emotions that were kind of going through my head and I didn't know how I would tell anyone or tell, you know, people on social media. I didn't know if I wanted to tell my family. I didn't know how I was going to take my life back. Um, But in that moment, I realized, um, you know, there are so many other people. It's not just about me. Um, It's about, you know, the people who depend on me, my son, Anthony, uh, my family, my, you know, my friends, my coworkers. And there was so much more that I had to think about. Um, And I just, I want, I wanted to let people know that no matter what it is that you're going through in life, um, we all have choices and we have the choice to turn it around and make it better or make it a great experience or a learning experience. Um, And not everything in our life that goes bad has to be such a tragedy. Um, And although I felt that way, the days following after, you know, my miscarriage, it, um, it was definitely an eye opener and a learning. uh, I learned so much from it. And now looking at it, you know, I, I think that this was just something that was obviously testing me. Um, it was testing, you know, Anthony and I, like our relationship now, you know, we're back together. Obviously we're a lot stronger. Um, we're so much better now and things like that, like everything in life happens for a reason, but the way that we decide to react, the choices that we make and, uh, the way that we look at everything, um, makes all the difference. So, um, I really just want to thank my friend for, you know, reaching out to me. We had such an amazing, and it was really crazy because I jumped back into work at the end of March and I had one week, um, to hit this promotion, which my entire team and I, we came together and we hit it, which was incredibly insane. Um, And so many great things happened once I changed my mindset and I decided like, okay, I don't, I can't just like compartmentalize like these feelings and, uh, feel sorry for myself or, um, you know, start to fall in this depression. It was, it was something that was really, um, kind of enlightening, but at the same time, it was just, it, it took a lot of, um, I really had to do some digging and I had to read positive things. I had to tell myself positive things every day and I had to um, just regroup and uh, if I if I could kind of give you guys some insight on just, you know, the growth and that period, I just, it really, it, it takes a lot of, uh, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, you guys. It, it really, t- it took a lot. I don't want to say, just say guts, but it was, it was so much more than that. Um, 
going through traumatic experiences and going through things that are hard in life, there, it's just an obstacle and you, you have a choice. I have a choice. We all have choices. And, um, so I, I just, I wanted to share that story with you guys and kind of just speak from the heart. I didn't write anything down. I typically write down highlights for a pod when I'm going to record, but, um, I already knew what I wanted to talk about. I knew that I wanted to just kind of catch you guys up and I wanted to speak from the heart, which is why I did not write anything down. But there is one thing that I am going to leave you guys with, um, a quote as always, because I feel like these are just, it's important. It's important to find uh, good reading material. It's important to find good things that will either make you laugh or kind of lift you up throughout the day. Um, I love me some good raunchy memes, but this one in particular is uh, a Socrates quote and I just, I find it so fitting for this episode. So before I go, I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, and it goes, the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. I want to read that again. I don't know why. I just want to read it again. Um, so it says the secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. Uh, again, that was Socrates. And I just, I felt that that was so relatable because at that point in time of my life, that what I, whatever it was that I was going through, I was trying to fight my old thoughts. I was trying to fight the past. I was trying to fight all of the negative that came with the experience that I had in the past. And I wasn't focusing on building the new until I got that message from my friend. So I hope that this can either touch one person, um, anyone, if, if any of you out there or you guys are struggling and there's so much that's happened to you in the past, just remember that whatever happens um, from the present on, you have the choice to change it. You have the choice to start building a stronger foundation. You have the choice to build a brighter future. Um, so just focus on that. And um, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for being here. I love you guys. And enjoy your Earth Day. <laughs> Bye.